conservative. Christian. Mother. Wife. Air Force veteran. Gun rights advocate. This is Stacy on the Right. Here's your host, Stacy Washington. Welcome back to Stacy on the Right here on Sirius XM's Patriot Channel. Thank you for being with us this evening. Very excited to welcome back into the show our next guest. We're joined by Patrick M. Brenner, president of the Southwest Public Policy Institute at PM Brenner 91 on Twitter. Thank you so much, Patrick, for coming back on. Stacy, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I'm just uh, working my way through what has been a very interesting news cycle, what with the the Titanic um, and the the little submarine submersible tragedy, um, Hunter Biden, and then all of the news surrounding our public schools, private schools, you name it. All of these things have been kind of coming together, not coming together. It's, it's just, it's fascinating. But you're bringing to us yet another example of how we're making a terrible mistake in public schools by allowing the mixing of genders in our restrooms and the, uh, tr- the, the gender-affirming care paradigm. Talk to us about the story that you're covering. Sure, sure. So I, I can't take credit for the expose. Uh, Kelsey Bolar and Andrea Mew from the Independent Women's Forum did a remarkable job of crafting the, the, the story that appeared as an exclusive in the post-millennial. Um, you've, you've had a chance to read it. Uh, it's, it's a story of, of Ray. She is a, um, well, at the time she was a, a 12-year-old girl who was attending a New Mexico charter school. Uh, the charter school is called uh, Ask Academy. And Ask Academy embraced the transgender ideology and created a restroom environment where men and women and those individuals who identify as transgender uh, were all sharing the same the same restroom. And it was it was in this restroom where uh, Ray was was raped. It's a tragic story, and I I feel so awful. For any individual that has to go through that, um, but this is this is worse because she's in a space where she ought to have considered it safe. I mean, a, a restroom is um, well, no men should be allowed in a women's restroom. But uh, as identified by by the story with Kelsey and Andrea, um, we've obviously taken the individual's name off Ray. We we are identifying Ray uh, as Ray here uh, to protect the the confidentiality of the actual um, victim here. Um, but uh, Kelsey and Andrea did a remarkable job of telling Ray's story uh, of, of how this came to pass. And it, it's awful. Uh, my heart breaks for Ray. Thank you so much, Ray and Andrea and Kelsey, for coming forward and, and telling this story. And also Maggie, the whose name has also been um, not identified uh, um, here for, for privacy reasons, but Maggie is, is Ray's mom. Okay, so the the key here is we have a rule at the school where the children need only identify, and then they can use the restroom of their choice. So they can still have the um, body parts of their assigned birth, you know, a, a gender assigned at birth, but so no no change needs to be made, no physical surgery or alteration needs to be had. Um, you just need to say, "Hey, today I feel like a woman," and you're in the girls' bathroom. Uh, yeah, 
yeah, that's exactly what, what's going on. So she says, and this is graphic, um, I, if you have children in the vehicle with you or in the room, this would be the time to cut it off and you can tune back into us um, on the app, SiriusXM. You can also listen to the most five, five most recent uh, radio shows there and it's available on the Google Play and iOS stores for uh, whatever kind of phone you have. So she has a, a post in her diary. She says, I was raped, I was raped. I was raped, effing kill me. And so the mom read these words in her daughter's diary. And then she understood what was going on with her daughter. She, the daughter was exhibiting signs of a mental health crisis. And before this happening, she was a happy, healthy 12-year-old. So she had a normative childhood up until this point. We're talking about the sixth grade uh class or sixth grade classrooms at Ask Academy Charter School in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. And you have a biological male student who was using the female restroom and raped this 12-year-old girl. So um, she basically was wrestled to the floor, raped her. She was raped by this male student. And then it was several months after the event when the mother discovered the diary and in reorganizing her daughter's room and, and read it and un, then began to understand why her daughter was exhibiting these very different behaviors, very unhappy depression, et cetera. Right. And it was at that point where Maggie, uh, Ray's mom, uh, sought uh, assistance from the Rio Rancho Police Department uh, Child Protective Services to document the incident, and uh, it was at that time. Um, this was several months after the incident. Uh, my understanding is that it was April of 2022. Maggie found the daughter, uh, found Ray's journal, and things came to light. Um, and Maggie and, and Ray uh, took as appropriate action as you can take in an incident like this, and uh, reported the the incident to. The police department reported the incident to Child Protective Services and launched an investigation and started uh, tried working with the, the staff and the administration at, at the school, Ask Academy, it's a middle school, it's a charter school in Rio Rancho. Uh, Rio Rancho Public Schools does not have a friendly attitude toward charter schools. Um, so this is a, a chart, it is a charter school, it is a public school, um, but that charter is not uh, managed in conjunction with the local public school district. It's managed uh, separately with the state of New Mexico. Um, but uh, just, it's awful. It is, it is awful. I mean, I, I, I'm at a loss for, for words here, Stacey, and I, you know me. I can, I can talk a lot about these things, but this is so personal to me because I have, I have two daughters myself that are in public school, and they're, they're younger than, than poor Ray, um, but they're they're at the point where they'll they'll be that age soon. And gosh, I don't think I can I can say on the radio what I'd do if something like this happened to my daughters. Yeah, I just I I'm thinking about so it was torture for the daughter. She suffered through it alone and she didn't tell her mom. And then when the mom found out, there has to be an enormous emotional breakdown for her because First of all, she wasn't able to help her daughter when it happened. And then finding out later, you know, 
that's the thing about rape. You always want to have a rape kit done. You want to have the, um, you want to have the proof and evidence there because usually it's a very difficult slog proving that a rape occurred. And um, so independent women's forum, as you mentioned, and they, we, we love the women over at IWF.org. Um, IWF partnered with Post Millennial to review pages from Ray's diary documenting the rape, confirming existence of an ongoing police investigation. There's also a civil lawsuit that the mother plans to bring against the school. And um, she's just, they're just trying to survive. Like this isn't a case of them seeking notoriety or wanting to be special or hoping that, you know, this will get them an opportunity to, to have more notoriety. This is a family that would prefer to be private and would prefer to be living as they were before this had happened. But now they really have to work hard to, um, to bring justice to this situation. So what has the fallout been from the attack? Well, Maggie and Ray have jointly filed complaints with Ask Academy, um, have jointly filed complaints with Rio Rancho Police Department, and uh, jointly filed complaints with Child Protective Services. Um, when, when, uh, when Ray was um, quoted by the post-millennial and was quoted by Andrea and Kelsey, uh, Ray's quote was, I feel extremely betrayed by them. Those are her words. I feel extremely betrayed by them, said Ray. Of the way, Ask Academy responded to her allegations, along with those brought forward by other students. So it's not just Ray that this has happened to. The name of the student that... Um, allegedly perpetrated this heinous crime was the, the name of the student was broadcast in an email that was sent by other students at Ask Academy. Uh, others, these, these other students crafted this email asking for, for help from the student population um, in combating this increasingly aggressive behavior from, from the students. So not only was, was Ray directly impacted? Who knows how many other students were impacted by this individual? But Ray has been the first in coming forward. She has told her story, and that has un, um, the so many other students are coming forward as a as a result of her breaking uh, breaking her silence. So my hope is that she's able to become empowered when this is brought to justice but that's the thing nowadays we see um, fewer and fewer times where justice is actually meted out we're seeing more and more opportunities for people to kind of get away with things Um, what's the thought here between um, IWF and and, uh, post-millennial on whether or not this will actually be brought to justice that that we'll see anything I've seen some comments on social media platforms talking about why this story hasn't gotten more traction, which is why I'm so grateful to you, Stacy, for having uh, me back on the show to talk about this. It didn't seem like anybody was picking up on this story because of the involvement of the LGBTQ community. Um, this, this individual who identifies as, as transgender uh, has perpetrated this crime, and students and victims of this uh, particular, particular individual's actions, these, these victims are scared to speak up because of the potential 
blowback against these students for uh, making allegations against somebody that is different, somebody that identifies as a, a different gender than their, their gender assigned at birth. And I think that, um, I hope, I hope that Maggie and Ray keep the pressure on. I hope that they compel the local police department to push forward with their investigation. I hope that Ask Academy does the right thing and meters out justice in the allowable format to this individual who perpetrated this crime. If that's expulsion, fine, great. If it's, um, gosh, I mean, Stacy, I would assume that expulsion is the minimum of punishment that sh should and ought to be metered out if these allegations are are found um, are found factual. Not not to question the uh, Ray or Maggie or anything like that, but they, they need to find the, the, the truth in these and um, and make sure that uh, this individual um, is 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 held accountable for their actions. That and Ask Academy needs to do away with their inclusive restroom policy. They've obviously made an environment where aggressive individuals feel comfortable uh, perpetrating heinous sexual acts. Right. And that's appalling. It, it's, it is absolutely appalling. It's, it's the kind of thing where you, you say to yourself, I honestly can't believe this is happening, but it's happening. It's actually happening. So, um, I'm so glad that you're bringing this to us because, you know, we we rely on reporting. We rely on people getting together and investigating and doing the the deep background research, which we've seen um, now from IWF and the Post Millennial and your, you, you at your organization. So glad that you're willing to do it because uh, a lot of people are 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 completely unaware, just absolutely outside of what could possibly happen. They don't know because there's not enough reporting, as you mentioned. So very, very glad that you brought this to us and we're grateful for it and uh, look forward to talking to you again. Patrick M. Brenner, president of the Southwest Public Policy Institute. Your website is southwestpolicy.com. Thanks for coming on. Stacy. thank you so much. It was a pleasure as always. Let's do it again soon. Uh, absolutely. Glad to have you back soon. Uh, Patrick M. Brenner, he's great. And we're so glad that he could bring us. It's a difficult topic, but he brought it to us and... Um, you know, these kids, they're being victimized twice because the, you have the first is the actual physical act. There's the daily victimization of knowing that you could be in the bathroom at any moment and have a biological male in there. And then there's also the issue of, for her, the girl, she didn't feel comfortable reporting it. She finally, after exhibiting all of these really terrible behaviors and becoming suicidal, her mother came in and found out what was going on. And now she's getting a little bit of help. But the victimization of this young girl continues because the boy is still at school and he's bullying kids so that they don't talk about what he's been up to. He's a predator in their midst and they have to literally see him every day. Um, unbelievable. All right. We will be back with more Stacy on the right. You can weigh in on anything we've discussed so far on the show. 866-957-2874. 866-95-PATRIOT. 